Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm joined here with Danny and BC from the June Rats. Celebrate their new single up. It is a summer anthem. It's freaking sick. Thank you so much for joining uh, uh, us, you two. No, Thanks for having no us. worries. Oh. It's a pleasure. It's good not, to chat with our friends across the ditch. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it's not often you get uh, too many tax-themed summer anthems, so uh, I love the story behind it. Do you mind expanding on that a little bit? Well, we like, we look, A, we just thought there was a real market there for tax songs because it hasn't been done too often. Um, <laughs> and mainly we were just gunning for a H&R block. I don't know if you have H&R block over there, but it's a tax firm over here. So we are hoping that they'll they'll pick the sink up. But um, <laughs> mainly, mainly just uh, we, we wrote this song as a, like, you know, as most of our songs, we sort of just write them to try and uh, make each other laugh slash, uh, you know, just try and make them as fun as possible a lot of the time. And it was mainly about, because at the time, you know, in the current day and age, not so much for you guys, because, you know, you're out and about quite like over the last year or two, you guys have had a good run with it. So, Mm. um, but for us, we just wanted to write a song that was about, you know, getting up and out over the, over the summer and what better day when you get your tax back and you've got a bit of extra (laughs) expendable cash. That you never thought you were going to get, you you know, and you just you gotta go, buy some stupid shit. Yeah, stupid <laughs> shit. Um, sometimes not so stupid shit. Some people like to pay off their credit card debt. Other you know? people like to buy a shit car that they're going to drive yeah. around a paddock in. Yeah. So, <laughs> but this is for like all that sort of stuff. But how much easier it is because we like to sleep in and stuff like that. It was kind of like, oh, how easy is it to wake up when you know you've got a big tax check that's just arrived. And you've got all this expendable cash. So this morning we had an interview at eight in the morning, but um, I woke Danny up at six just to make sure he was uh, going to be awake, which I appreciated. <laughs> yeah. I, I really did appreciate it. They, uh, with the ice cold Corona, and just said, "Happy song release day." You got to scale it now, and I was filming him, and he loved it. Oh, weirdly enough, I was having a dream that I was in the desert. I was so thirsty. And, and then I and then I was his mirage. <laughs> he was the camel in he was the camel in the dream that just said Drudurush. And then um, and I woke up and I was drinking an ice cold Corona. Yeah. I absolutely I love that. Oh, <laughs> um that's like it was when <laughs> when when I realized it was a it was a song about tax, I kinda had a little bit of remorse because my tax back uh this year was seven dollars, which Oh, mate, try being a musician through coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a band and every, every like three months, the ACC, which is like the, the tax for New Zealand, they, they think I'm like, I'll get paid for a gig once and they'll think it's a full-time like weekly um, yeah. like salary and they'll charge me with a $700 like tax fee for a gig that I pay, got paid $150 for to split between three people. Yeah, we, we, uh, how were those ones, mate? You know, the pay-to-play almost shows. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, you obviously love playing music and that's that's what it's all about, paying to play. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a few of those, like, over the years. So we rock up to somewhere um, where, where no one really turns up to the gig and then you've got to pay for the sound, dude, and, and there's – one time for the CD of your show afterwards, of you playing to no one. So which by the end which, of it, you, you, which you didn't ask for. Which you didn't ask for. <laughs> anyway, so you're like $75 in the hole. <laughs> oh, my God. But you do it because you love it. <laughs> you do it because you, you love, love it. it. <laughs> That's great. Um, 
also uh with with up the the track the music video in true journey's fashion uh it's so much fun and it's uh such a blast it looked like such a blast to film it as well um when did you get that done we had these four shows in a row in Brisbane. Um, we did this like Junie's Palooza where we played like venues from small to big kind of thing. And then we'd um, we'd learn how to do the dance and all the sound checks over the four different shows and maybe a bit before that. So it's like the, after the first show, because like Mick was saying, we kind of, we played, you know, the first show was a 200 cap venue, second show 400, third show mm. 600. You know, just wanted to hit all the venues because it was like, you know, they'd supported us from all different stages of our career. So we thought we'd go back, play some shows while, you know, venues were open back up. It was only yeah. a short, brief time that they were open back up, but we did it. But we um, we had to try and learn the dance in between all these different rehearsals, uh, sound checks. And after the first show, you know, you come, you, the next day you're so hungover because, you you know, like it's like day one of a festival. You, you go yeah. pretty hard the first night. So it was it was, um, it was a, some pretty intense conditioning training trying to learn all these moves. Uh, shout out to Neri, who's our, who was the choreographer. She did an awesome job with three very unco dudes. Dancing <laughs> is a lot harder than it looks, we realise. So... Um, you know, it was it was really sick experience. And then big shout outs to um, Big Twisty and the Funk Nasty who are in the fight scene of the music video. And they, after the fourth show in a row, they they shaped up at 10 a.m. the next morning to do this massive fight scene that took all day. And um, I don't want to spoil it too much because it's 6.30 today. You'll be able to see it on our YouTube, but there's guns <laughs> and uh, and swords. Did you like that plug, Michael? Yeah, that was a yeah. good plug. <laughs> Australian Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Times. Okay, we filmed it for about four and a half days of sheer hell, but um, um, it was all right. <laughs> in the end, you don't remember the sheer hell. Yeah. You just remember the tight blue shorts that we're wearing. They And you look great in them as well. Do, do you remember the days of um, music videos like, uh, is it bullshit where it's sort of just a house party with like motorbikes in the background or red light, green light, where it seems like there was a lot less... Uh, Preparation put production, into it. Production. <laughs> yeah, production. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's and it's kind of like we've never wanted to do the same film clip twice. Yeah. You know, we did the bullshit one, and that was with our um, really close mates in Byron Bay, who you know it just would have felt weird to try and recreate another one of them because that was just such a organic sort of. And I hate that word organic. Um, no, I don't, <laughs> no, it's not that way, but it was. Um, <laughs> It was really just mates rocking up and having a massive piss up. And the same with Scott, uh, Red Light, Green Light. It was just two fellas ripping a few bongs. Um, so there's not too much, like, planning in that. And then with this song, we just thought, oh, let's ha- like let's try and take it to a level we'd never done before, which is just a full dance. Um, Christine Aguilera. Chris, you know, that Britney, top, Spears. Britney Spears. All the greats, Beyonce. Um, yeah, so we thought we'd try and take them on do that so we didn't achieve that <laughs> no, result we didn't but we got <laughs> somewhere close to halfway i think so. it's good I, I look forward to the day where like someone opens up a pit at your show and they just do the move <laughs> they do the whole yeah. dance <laughs> <laughs> oh that's brilliant um well that's good to hear that you got to get a few uh gigs uh out of the way when when things were opened up in australia as well um all going well with Australia re- reaching the vaccination um, threshold. What's up for next year? Got a few shows planned? Uh, any new music? 
Yeah, we've got like finally uh, we got a festival in a month in Tasmania, which is awesome. Um, and that's going to be kind of our first one in like six or seven months, which is going to be uh, really exciting to play. We've got heaps of mates that are on that bill. And then next year we've got a bunch of festivals. And then around the middle of next year, there could or could not be possibly like an album coming <laughs> out with some possible shows around that. So, but we are super keen. We've, there's been lots of talks with our New Zealand um, arm of the booking agency and label of coming over and playing shows next year in New Zealand. So, we were supposed to be there a few weeks ago. Um, but we weren't. We're not there. But we aren't, but we, we, we do want to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, we I'm, played I'm, one show in New Zealand and um, we got there at 12 o'clock in the afternoon and we didn't play till 2 in the morning. So <laughs> on record, the, only, the worst show we've ever played has been in New Zealand. So thank you, New Zealand, you gave us our worst. And there's a lot of bad shows we've played, but yeah. you guys ranked the number one worst show we have, we have ever played. It was you amazing. Guys you guys were great. The 200 kids that rammed that uh, old strip club um, – was epic it was uh oh, crazy. brilliant you know we just couldn't hold our liquor and was spewing on stage and barely finished it so and i think we forgot to play a few songs but you know, <laughs> if you get us back there we'll be good yeah no well, i i cannot wait i i'm so so excited to see journeys live i've uh, unfortunately never never caught you now one thing that i love about what you you three do is just the merch is always so on point and you're so like willing to just do random stuff that you don't see other bands doing like the journey's lager that was that is so so great is there any chance that they'll uh, get back on tap maybe on tap in new zealand we uh oh interesting because we do want to re- redo it with originally when we gave them the brief we said we want a super alcoholic beer that tastes like water and they gave us a mid-strength that tastes like shit so, <laughs> uh, so that would be our only our only uh change would be you know, no, shit like it wasn't shit it was just, it was like it was, a it was a fruity yeah um but no we definitely got we've got a couple of other alcohols as well that we might be bringing out we don't want to give too much away because the yeah. competitors are you know every band they're fierce, they're fierce. they you know there's a lot of beers now that are out there for bands and you stuff. You wait to see how many Christina Aguilera film clips come out after this one. <laughs> about tax. You just wait. Christina Aguilera's next song will be like tax check or something. You know, <laughs> you, know you did it first. At least you did it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Well, hey, um, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. Like, really, really appreciate it. Um, it's been eye-opening. Where are you based over there? Uh, down in Dunedin, so it's uh, like uh, the furthest. Oh, it's one of the furthest south cities. It's further south than Tasmania. Well, we I think when we were doing the shows, that was on the show thing. So I, because they just rescheduled the shows, we actually will be there. So we will ha- we will take you out for a crappy beer and uh, <laughs> on the couch, mate. We'll come stay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, we got a good good floor and good couch. Yeah, yeah sweet. That's the spirit. Oh, oh, we look awesome. forward to Dunedin. Wonderful. FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.